so I think my definition of love has has really evolved um, throughout my life. Um, but but for me, it really just comes down to uh, respect and you know asking and having a, a dialogue with the people that you care about um, to truly understand what that means for them. Because as we'll talk about in this episode, everyone is loved wants to be loved a different way and just because it feels right for you to be loved a certain way does not mean it's right for them hi everyone thank you for joining us you are now tuned into trish chat a series that promotes meaningful dialogue around identity, culture, and real-life stories. We are your hosts, Steph and Jess, and everything you'll hear in our episodes are based on personal experiences. Make sure to tune in every Monday to hear our latest episodes. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Trish Chat. My name is Steph, and I am here with Jess. What's up? I just started off the episode with a really weird tone i was like hi everybody um <laughs> must be that coffee hi, hi everybody <laughs> like that um that's exactly how i talk to our dog baxter yes we do um but yeah jess and i are both sick we both have some weird cough so we cough please bear with us yeah we're gonna us. yeah um i just was laughing so hard that i think i have an ab from <laughs> One half. I think I just got one ab from how hard I laugh. One, because when Jess laughs, you laugh at her because she enjoys the laughs. Her whole body vibrates and it like wobbles up and down. She was showing me highlights of the um, the Democratic debate because I didn't get a chance to watch it. Mm-hmm. And she was just... Dude, everyone came out swinging tonight, man. That was some... That was something, man. Um Elizabeth Warren just came out after everyone's life, but specifically she came after Bloomberg. And I just found some, some memes <laughs> that I just shared is like, I don't know. It's like, they all, they all just were, had an agreement that, you know, They're the like, gloves, were, the gloves are off. Yo, meet at the corner too. <laughs> yo, who are we going to shit on tonight? Yeah. I mean, they were all shitting on each other, which I can appreciate. Um, but it was, it was super, interesting to watch the highlights here i mean some things had to be said yeah i mean it's it's getting closer brutal out there well it's getting closer to to election time so i mean i get it people you have to be very strategic about what you're saying where you're showing up who you're exposing like Mm -hmm. it can get really like dirty um but i thought it was really funny and Oh, yeah. did you? And yes, oh, did you? You just heard the giggles coming from the other room. Yeah, but you were laughing too. Yeah, when you came out and showed me all the stuff, I was like, oh my God, I can't. Yeah, so that was uh, that was super fun. Um, I also just finished recording uh, a podcast with an old friend from, from college, which was super, <coughs> super dope. Um, my boy Corin. Um, that video will be out. Hopefully I can shout it out in our in our instagram but um 
it was super great to to be interviewed. You know, we talked about Trish chat and just catching up and it the flow was amazing. Um looking forward to to sharing that sharing that with everyone uh in the near future. Awesome. Yeah. What are we talking about today? We're talking about love is a verb. Love. You know that Keisha Cole song? <laughs> you love singing on the mic. I want to put all the bloopers together. No, I have a terrible voice. <laughs> no, you don't. I want to put all the bloopers together and create one whole episode dedicated to you testing your mic with, from with singing. Songs. Yes. I come with the throwbacks, okay? So you better be ready. You do. You better you be do. ready. I, I totally appreciate it. Um, I'm glad that we're talking about this specific, specific, oh my God, specifular. That's, that's the word that was going to come out. This specifular, yes. this specific topic. Vocabulary which is, has yeah, enhanced. Really to the next level, um, <laughs> which is love is a verb. And I am excited to talk about this because we've covered a lot of stuff in our previous episodes about self-care, about um, what it means to show up for yourself, what it means to show up for others. And I never want anyone to walk away with this notion that they can't do any of those things because of the assumption that like self-love is kind of like the equilibrium, that it's it's just meant to be there. And for for anyone to think like, well, I don't have that, so I just can't do any of the other stuff. Or for anyone to think that, um, in a relationship that love is, you know, love is usually there in the first couple of years because things are new. Mm -hmm. And for anyone to think that, oh, well, I don't feel the love anymore. So it's, it's just gone and, mm -hmm. you know, doesn't exist anymore. We're done. Um, I really want to talk about the fact that love is a verb and that, um, loving yourself requires work and loving others, whether it be a romantic partner a friend, a family member, mm -hmm. that all of that requires action. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm looking forward to diving into this just because I think that <coughs> <clears throat> just even, even saying love is a verb, I think it's a new concept for us mm -hmm. to define it that way. Um, so yeah, let's dive in. How do you define love? <laughs> I define, ver I define love as a verb. <laughs> um, I mean, just like I was saying, it's kind of like defining it that way is is a new concept, at least for me. And you know, defining it is 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 it's multiple things. Um, for me, love is is respect. Uh, love is taking the time to understand how to love someone, how to love yourself. Mm -hmm. um, because I think for me, and, and and we'll dive into this a little bit more, but I think that for me, I just always assumed that the way I was loving people was the best way to love. Like, that's the way they wanted to be loved. And like, just because yeah. I enjoyed being loved that way or loving someone the way I do meant that like that was enough for them, that person, whether it was romantic, a friend, family or whatever. Yeah. Um. And so I think my definition of love has has really evolved um, throughout my life. Um, but, but for me, it really just comes down to uh, respect and, you know, asking and having a, a dialogue with the people that you care about um, to truly understand 
what that means for them because as we'll talk about in this episode, everyone is loved, wants to be loved a different way. And just because it feels right for you to be loved a certain way does not mean it's right for them. Mm. And, you know, I want to make sure that we touch on the love languages. Yes. Um, and I don't know if right now is a good time to, to do that, but that, that'll be kind of the center of, of my, my theory of love because I've yeah. learned so much from that book, from the quiz, from just like learning more about the way um, that, that author really broke it down um, for people to understand that there are different types of love out there and it's important to understand the different ways in order to successfully love someone. Drops the mic and then goes, what about you? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to I'm gonna assume here that you feel the same about that. And just because we've had a lot of conversations around this topic and, you know, being together for so long, I think that we, we are like the perfect example of, um, we're an example of like the journey of, of love. Like I think that, the way you and I used to love each other in the beginning is completely different than what we do now. Yeah. And I don't think the way we loved each other at the beginning was sustainable. Yeah. Right. And, and I don't, I don't, I also don't think we had conversations about it. We didn't, and we didn't have the tools to like explore what, what it meant and, and what love was. And, um, to answer the question, I do agree with what you said. I would just add that I think love is an ongoing journey of showing up for yourself mm -hmm. and of showing up for others in the ways that they need and in the ways that you need. Yeah. But I also think that in terms of like love is a verb, but I also think that within that there has to be the receptiveness to receiving love. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I don't want people to think like, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm buying flowers and I'm, right. you know, doing the laundry and I'm checking up on this person and like, I'm, I'm doing the verb, I'm doing the things. People have to be open to receiving that. You have to be open to receiving love from yourself. I think, yeah. I think there are times in our life where I think subconsciously we have so much packed in there that like, we're not open to receiving love, even though we're trying to love ourselves. Yeah. Same thing with other people. Some people you, you figure out the way that they want to be loved. You act on that, but they're not open to receiving that. Mm -hmm. So I think that there is also like the ongoing process and the evolution and the learning and the reiterating, because if we are people who are evolving, then the way that you love yourself and the way that you love others constantly evolves as well. The way that I love myself three years ago is not the way that I love myself today. Yeah. The way that I show, showed up, is that the way that I was showing up for myself mm -hmm. three years ago is not the same way that I need to show up for myself today. And that's the same way that the same thing with Jess, like this, the way that I love Jess three years ago is not the way that I love Jess today. And the way that I show up for Jess now is very different than it was three years ago. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and I think that, you know, being in a long-term relationship, it really puts that to the, to the test. Because um, mm -hmm. like you mentioned, it, it wasn't sustainable. And, you know, we've we've gone through, we've been dating since, I say dating, I know we're married, but we still date. 2012. Um, 
That was yeah. I, I was I was 22. You were 23. Okay, first of all, <laughs> um, you are a couple of months younger than me. Yes, but I'm just saying. You know, we were in our early 20s. Yeah, and you know, we were babies. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We were just yeah. replicating whatever we were taught as as kids from our yeah. family or from from loved ones. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that that that's a good segue to to the next question about um. How did you learn what what love was and how to love growing up? So I, and I've said this many times um, before in, in previous episodes, but I didn't grow up in a household where my parents were super affectionate. So, you know, when I um, used to picture love when I was younger, I used to picture it as like basically from the movies of like kissing your child <coughs> giving them hugs, mm -hmm. um, carrying them, like being super affectionate with them. I, my parents were not like that. Yeah. Um, and now in hindsight, when I think about it, the way that my um, parents showed love to us was via, and this is getting into the kind of the, the, the book was via acts of service. So my mom would never be like, I love you. Or I'm so, I'm so happy that you're, you know, here. And I'm so glad we get to share this moment together. She wouldn't say that, but she would make me my, you know, favorite meal mm -hmm. of hers that she would cook. You know, if she <clears throat> saw that I was like going through a hard time or when I was coming home from, from college during my break, she would buy like all the snacks that I like. She would make all the meals that I liked when I came home for um, winter break every year, she would take a lot of time off from work and she would just spend it at home. And like, we would hang out together and like watch TV together and just hang out and no, my mom was not hugging me and no, she wasn't, you know, saying those things to me. Um, she didn't have the toolkit to do that. Right. And yes, I wish I had that, but she loved me the way that she knew how, which was through those things. So I I think that I grew up showing others in even though in my head I thought oh love is like holding hands and like you know kissing someone and telling someone you love them and like um you know like spending time with your friends and 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 telling them that you know you love each other as friends and whatnot mm -hmm. That's what I thought in my mind because of what I saw in movies. Yeah. I think subconsciously in the way that I was programmed was you do things for people and that's how you show them that you love them because that's the way that my parents showed me love. Yeah. No, I completely relate to that. <laughs> I mean, talk about like trying to replicate what you see in, in the media and movies mm -hmm. and stuff and then seeing a different version of that in your home mm -hmm. and how confusing that can be, yeah. right? Like what is right? You know, what's going to work for me? And like, are you just following through what your, your parents are telling you to do? Or are you still trying to shoot for what you're seeing on TV? And I, I feel like I found that pretty difficult as a kid because I would, I loved watching movies and I'd see all these like different ways of, of, of love and mostly romantic love, but um, just what to do. And you mentioned like bringing flowers and things yeah. like that. And so I feel like a lot of people do go on kind of autopilot and just yeah. say, oh, you know, if, if, you know, my girlfriend or wife or, you know, this woman is upset or having a bad day, like I'm going to bring them flowers. Like just the assumption that that person wants flowers. Yeah. And for me, like flowers are nice, but it's not necessarily what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but yeah, to kind of touch on that, like uh, it was very similar for me, like the way that I learned what love was and, and, and like how to love was through seeing my mom and my family like show me. And so my mom, similar to your mom, it was like, it was acts of service. So my mom yeah. would like cook me my favorite meals. Or if I told her that like I was looking for a specific item, whether it's like a pair of shoes or a shirt or whatever, she would take time to go and get that. Mm-hmm. Um, she still does that. She still does that for yeah, everyone. For everyone. She did that for me just over um, winter break. Winter break. I was looking for something and I had casually mentioned it to her. And then she like sent me a text the next day. She was like, hey, she I found like, these different sizes <laughs> in this place. And I found yeah. it in this other place. Like, let me know if you want me to go pick it up for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, no, for sure. She still does that. And so, <coughs> you know, she would, you know, she'd show me love and like even quality time. So you, you mentioned like your mom would take time off from work. My mom would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like if she knew I was coming home from from college um, or even now that we live in San Francisco and we're in New York and she'll try to align her days to like make sure she has time for us to spend together. Um, and so I saw a lot of uh, acts of service and quality time and then and, and some some receiving of gifts. Um, and so I would just, you know, try to replicate that because through her showing that to me, she would also show me that through like our extended family, like spending time together as a family was very important. And that's how, Mm -hmm. that's how people felt loved. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so this is, this is my framework. This is my toolkit. So when I had to start showing love to like my relationships that I was, I was building friendships, romantic relationships, that's what I was doing. I was, I was spending a lot of quality time or, you know, a lot of, acts of service like I think that that was my core like the acts of service and being very attentive and um if someone needed something like I'd go over and be you know over and beyond and there's some you know problems with that and we touched on before like boundaries and just like um not being authentic to yourself and just and and showing more love for other things and like yourself and we've learned that you need to love yourself first and then you can love others Mm -hmm. um so I, I would say it's very similar to to your experience in that I just learned it through my mom and that kind of trumped whatever I saw on TV. And I try to sprinkle some of what I saw on TV yeah. and in movies um, into my life. Because, you know, I, I would still be like, oh, I'm going to buy flowers for my girlfriend. I'm like, no, where are my flowers at? I bought you flowers. Stop acting like that. <laughs> and you better tell them I bought you flowers. <laughs> Long ass pause over there. Yeah. Um, when Obama was president. <laughs> Stop. But you know, like, and we're really good at uh, about that with each other. Like yeah. we, we like to um, surprise each other with, with small gifts. It doesn't have to be big. And um, so, you know, I just, I just saw love as always being there uh, for my loved ones, no matter, no matter what it meant. Yeah. Um, so that was that was the other the other thing. So whether it was attending birthdays or certain type of events, mm-hmm. um, just spending time together and, and just showing up. Like showing up was a, a big way of showing love in my family. Yeah. Um, and it still is now. Um and and I think that I have a lot of that um in my formula of love. Yeah. Um but I think that, you know, to jump to the next thing about evolving um, the way we define it, I think for, for both of us, and I can speak for myself, but, um, I mentioned the love languages 
I don't remember. Was it you that introduced me to that bed? So I, it was me, but I cannot take full credit for that. I have to give a shout out to Rose because back in 2017, um, Rose lent me the book. Cam, this lady? To, to <laughs> yes. Um, she lent me the book to read and she told me about it. And she said, this is very interesting. Like you should check it out. Yeah. And then I read it. I took the quiz and I, I think I, you read it yeah. and, and took the quiz. So I, I have to give a shout out to Rose. The book is called, um, I'm just going to. The Five Love Languages. The Five Love Languages. Um, <clears throat> and it is by Gary Chapman. And if you just, if you Google um, the five love languages, you're able to take a quiz. Um, you answer a couple of questions and then it looks at your love languages. So there are five love languages. There's quality time. Physical touch. Physical touch, which is not just sexual. It, it could be uh, just affection. Mm -hmm. um, acts of service. So, you know, people doing things for you, like doing the laundry when you're really stressed or picking up groceries for you because you didn't have the time to do it. Mm -hmm. um, there's receiving uh, gifts, receiving gifts, which doesn't always have to be of monetary value. It could just be something that reminded a person of you. And then words of affirmation. And words of affirmation. So that's saying you look really nice today or thank you so much for, you know, taking out the trash, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So we have all those five, um, but they are ranked in terms of where you scale the highest, meaning that even if you have, you know, three out of the five, if you don't have that top one or top two, you your, your cup feels emptier mm -hmm. um, because those are the two that resonate the most with you, that, that one or two that resonate the most with you. Yeah, and so when you introduced that to me, we both took the quiz um, and we reflected on, on, on the results. Um, and I think that was a time where, uh, I would say it was like in the middle of our relationship, uh, when we did that. And, you know, it was interesting because, uh, I don't think we had talked about kind of like the way we feel loved. I think that we both just, um, I don't want to say accepted the way we loved each <clears throat> other, but it was enough at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, but we took the, we took the quiz then, and then we've recently took the quiz. And things change. Uh, things change. And so, you know, uh, stuff mentioned, like, it's ranked. So, like, your lower ones, um, you know, those are, are ones that, like, it's okay if you don't receive those as much. But the top two, one or two yeah. are the ones that, like, fill your cup the most. And that's the way you really receive love. So, like, for example, I took the quiz and my top two, my first one is acts of service and words of affirmation. <laughs> And so um, why that's important to share with anyone in your life mm -hmm. is those are my two. But Steph's two are completely different. Do you want me to share which one you are? Mm -hmm. So Steph's uh, top two, the first is physical touch mm -hmm. and quality time, which are none of my two. Mm -hmm. Not meaning that you're not compatible, but just showing that like we're different in the way we want to receive love. Um, and I also want to point out that my um, top two are very different than the way that I grew up receiving love. Mm -hmm. And so even though I have loved in a way or I've learned to love in a way that is very different than the way I receive love, I spent many years confused because of the fact that I was giving love in the way, like an acts of service, mm -hmm. but I receiving <clears throat> acts of service didn't feel like love to me. 
And I, I didn't have the vocabulary yeah. to be like, it's nice that you did the laundry and it's nice to that you, you know, um, cleaned up the apartment for us. But like. Or bought you something really expensive. Or bought me something and really like, nice. And you're just which like, like it's, it's the stuff that you see in the movies. It's right. nice that you brought me flowers. You cleaned the entire apartment. Right. You did all that. But like, I don't feel love because I, I haven't received a hug from you. We haven't spent one-on-one -on -one time mm -hmm. just with each other. But I didn't necessarily have language the, just the talk language about that. to yeah. talk about that but i also didn't have the agency to talk about it in a sense because when i say my my love languages are physical touch and quality time i think that that gives me a sort of like authority over the way that i want to be loved and that i need to be loved to to feel loved to have my cup filled versus if when i say it as like my love line like the way that i feel loved is when we spend one-on-one -on -one time together and when you give me affection mm -hmm because well we're raised in a society in a heteronormative society but we're also raised in a society where it's like you have to play hard to get as a woman like you know you kind of have to like make the other person want you mm -hmm. by the other person i mean the man you have to make the man want you you have to be kind of cold you have to do all this stuff right mm -hmm. like yes i am i'm a lesbian but that is sort of like what i saw emulated as like this is the way you need to behave. Mm -hmm. And so when I say I need I need affection, I need time together, it feels like, oh, that doesn't align with like, mm. you know, yeah. what, what I was told. Like, you don't want to be desperate. You don't want to be like, you know, these things. Yeah. But I think when you have that toolkit of like quality time. Yeah. Physical touch. I think that gives you more agency over that that gives you the vocabulary to to take agency over the way that you want to be loved does that make sense yeah and i think that once you figure that out things started to click yeah right because I, I think we also hit a point where at least from my side like i felt like i was giving you so much love by gift giving or um words of affirmation right mm -hmm. things like that but you weren't receiving it the same way I might have received it mm -hmm. because those aren't like a priority for you. Like we just mentioned your top two are physical touch and quality time. Mm -hmm. And the minute you took that test and saw that, like it was, it was like an aha moment for me to be able yeah. to, you were like, that was translating it to me to be like, oh, this is why when I do those things, it's not necessarily as meaningful as when I, I give my wife my undivided attention. Yeah. Right. Because there was a point where I was working all the time every weekend and you were just like, you know, I want time together. I want this. And I'm like, we spend time together. Like, you know, you know, and, and, and to me, I was like reflecting, like I show her so much love, like, is it not enough? <coughs> and then when we, we took that quiz and we started talking about and creating this dialogue, I was like, Oh, she receives love by like the quality time and the physical touch. Like, hugging her more and just showing her more love in that way. And I think it's transformed our relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's always top of mind for me to make sure that I'm, I'm filling your cup in that way, mm -hmm. you know, as well as I'm sure vice versa. Yeah. Uh, because our, our top two are kind of opposite of each other. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it's super interesting. And it's also something that like, it's not just in romantic relationships. It's, it's funny um, these last few weeks I've been, um, chatting with <laughs> friends, <clears throat> some of my close friends and, you know, 
we were thinking about doing this topic and you know i was i was reading up on the love languages again and i actually asked my friends what their love languages were yeah and a lot of them have taken this quiz before and if not i sent them the link and um they shared with me what their what their order was and i actually put it down in my phone mm-hmm. because i want to remember how my loved ones want to be loved because again it's not it's not a it's not a te- like one template for everyone right so i i am who i am and i show up the way i do to you know the same for everyone but it's important again to know how each of your loved one like your loved ones want to be seen yeah and so it's not something i'm going to get perfect every time but if for example like my buddy eddie if his love language is <laughs> um quality time i need you know it's something for me to know like instead of texting eddie i'm going to take some time to go see eddie yeah. I'm going to go say, let's go hang out together. Let's go do something and like spend some quality time together because that's the way he feels loved. Yeah. Um, and so it works, it works in all types of relationships. And so I challenge people to have this conversation with their loved ones to understand how they, they feel loved and also to share how you feel loved, right? Because it's a two-way street here. Mm-hmm. And also to figure out if you, like if my top, Two ways that I receive um, or that my cup is filled um, with love is through quality time and physical touch. Is that also what I need to give myself for me to feel um, loved by me? Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, I've come to like to start exploring that recently of like, do, do I need that? Is that the way that I feel loved? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I communicated to Jess recently that, um, you know, I, I need a moment of silence. Yeah. Every day. That's my quality time with me just to like reconnect with myself because I work in a client facing role where I'm constantly talking to people and, you know, I come home and I, you know, I'm, I'm giving love to our dog Baxter. I'm giving love to Jess. I'm, 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 I'm giving the whole day. And I, in order for me to like recollect and recharge, I need to spend that quality time with myself. Um, physical touch is also really important to me. Like I, Jess knows I rub like hand and foot cream, you know, on most nights because that's important to me as a way to reconnect as well mm-hmm. of like just giving myself that like if I could give myself a hug, I would. But, you know, like you, you can <laughs> half a hug. Yeah. Um, just that like, well, that's why you got the weighted blanket. That helps the weighted blanket as well. But that physical touch of like just, you know, massaging that sensory feeling of massaging lotion on your hands or on your feet or like you know, I take my time to, and just knows like most of the time that I spend getting ready in the morning is putting lotion mm-hmm. on my body and putting creams on my face. Um, because that is really important to me that like sensory experience. And I didn't realize that until very recently, um, because I, I take a long time to get ready and so most of long. it is putting on lotion. So long, <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. I get it. It's part of your, your routine and, and, it's self-love. Yeah. And, and think about that. Like if your, if your, um, love languages are words of affirmation and, you know, and acts of service, like, are you speaking nice things to yourself? Yeah. Like, are you telling yourself, 
you know, before bed? Are you writing down the things that you are grateful for that you did that day? Are you writing yourself affirmations? Are you saying, I'm so proud that you got up and went to work today, even though you woke up in a, in a state of, you know, very deep depression where you wanted to stay in bed. I'm so glad that you, you know, got up and went for a walk today, even though you, you wanted to stay in bed. I'm so proud of you like doing that presentation even though you were so scared like you can right. tell yourself that words of affirmation i'm proud of your i'm proud of i'm proud of myself for cleaning my apartment and doing my laundry and adulting mm-hmm. when i could have ate chips and watched netflix which is totally fine too but yeah. you know sometimes you know we don't give ourselves the credit for the small things that we do um every day or the acts of service maybe that is picking yourself up some breakfast or ordering yourself some breakfast if you have the means to do that Mm -hmm. when you're like really stressed and you just need that extra time to sleep in or whatever. Like those Mm -hmm. are ways that you can love yourself as well. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. So I I think the, the, the message here, the answer here is like awareness is key to understanding like love. And I think for us, that's, that's where it's evolved the most, just being aware and getting yeah. curious about what that what love actually means. And yeah. um, you know, I and I mentioned this before, but like all of these things, all these love languages, to me, it funnels back up into showing up. Mm-hmm. Like you doing those things, you being aware of those things, and then actually putting them into action is you showing up for yourself for your loved ones, for your partner, you know? So I think that, uh, you know, this is just the way I see it. It's just like, (coughs) if you're going to take the time to research this and talk to, you know, create that dialogue with your loved ones, follow through with it. Just don't keep it in your notes. Um, You know, challenge yourself to say, you know, this is just part of the process the full picture is to show up and actually put it into action more than once. This is a lifelong process. Like you're going to have to do this for the rest of your life. And you have to try this out for yourself in order for you to be able to kind of recognize what you need to receive from others to feel loved. Because if you don't try that for yourself, how can you like, it's kind of not fair to put people on a trial by fire thing of like, Mm. no, that's not what I needed. No, that's not what I needed. Because yes, acts of service is, is like specific, but acts of service can also be very general, right? Like an act Mm -hmm. of service to yourself, maybe booking that doctor's appointment that you have been putting off for a long time. And, and you understanding like, wow, yes, I feel so good about myself because I did that for me helps you to understand like what you need from others, what it means to receive love as an act of service from a loved one, whether that be a friend, a romantic partner, a parent, whatever, whoever it may be. Totally, totally. And I think I think we're we answered this <coughs> this last note here, but I think it's worth mentioning. Um, you know, the question is around like, what do we think it takes for people to love themselves, uh, themselves, and and to love others? And so it's it's everything we just said, but it's it's really getting curious. And so I would say using the love languages as a toolkit to start a dialogue. And then to Steph's point, once you know that, actually asking them 
what does that look like? Yeah. So like for me, it's like words of affirmation. So Steph might be like, okay, I know that your love language, one of your top love languages is words of affirmation. What does that look like for you? So for me, it might be like, I just need you to acknowledge the fact that like I did the dishes when you you had asked me to do them. You, you need more help with it. So I just need you to like confirm <laughs> that like, you know, affir- like use your words to to confirm that I'm, meeting those needs or you did a great job today or like asking me how my day went and like following through with with those things Mm -hmm. so it just it it doesn't just stop at knowing it it the next thing is to actually ask what that looks like so that you can actually act on it because to what Steph was saying like then you're just kind of aimlessly shooting for what your definition of acts of service or words of affirmation or quality time looks like yeah and I would also say to just be mindful or like pay attention to the things that your friends or like your partners like say to you as like a a bid, like the the things that they put out for your attention, because, you know, Jess would always say like, hey, I did the dishes. Hey, I took out the trash. (laughs) Hey, I vacuumed. And sometimes I'd be like, do you want a cookie? Like, what do you want me to tell you? You're an adult. You live here too. You should pull your weight. Yeah. Um, But what she was really doing was she was giving me a bid of like, hey, I did this. Can you acknowledge that I did it? Not that she was looking for extra praise, not that she felt like she went out of her way to do it, not that she felt like she that wasn't her place to do it, but more so that she felt like I want to be acknowledged for the things that I'm doing. I need those words of affirmation Mm -hmm. because, you know, when you really pay attention when I wash the dishes, just says, thank you for washing the ditch, the dishes. Yeah. When I clean the bathroom, she says, thanks for cleaning the bathroom. Even though she could easily say, do you want a cookie for that? Like, do you, right. like you, you should pull your weight because you live here too. She acknowledges that. And that's the way that she needs to feel that love. So I, I am guilty of not paying attention to those little things and those mm-hmm. little bids. Um, but I, I also would like say that I think those are things that are, even though they're small, they're very important. Mm -hmm. And with your friends, with, you know, your loved ones, like those are the things that you should pay attention to so that you can get more of a firm understanding of what those like love languages actually look like in action. Yeah. Because although they may may seem small, they, they, they add up, Mm -hmm. right. Every time you miss that bid. So Mm -hmm. like, I want to take a second to talk about bids. It's like, we've mentioned them in other episodes, but we are thrown bids all the time in all of our relationships. Uh, whether it was the examples you just gave or, you know, whether you have a friend who's sharing something exciting and like, I've seen, I've seen instances of people interacting and where somebody's like super excited about something and whether it's like a job interview or like something they found out or just a topic they want to talk about. And then there's the other person is just like not interested. They're like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Or they're on their phone or they just, there's no follow through with that. And so that's a bit If somebody's just like putting it out there and it, people, everybody, I, I think for the most part wants to be seen that way. So if just pay attention to that, when you're interacting with people, giving one, it's like giving un, you know undivided attention, not being on your phone. Really, I like looking people in the eye and really giving them my attention. But I actually look out for those things more often now. I, I think I'm pretty good at it. But yeah. you know, b- 
bids has been a, a big topic for us lately. And I, and I'm always super aware that I'm making sure to ask when I see a bid being thrown out because I want people to feel loved. I want people to feel seen and like, you know, not everyone has that. Not everyone has a, a, a group of people that are, are willing to want to like willing to ask how they want to be loved. And so I think receiving and like, um, meeting people and like giving, you know, meeting them at their bids is a big part of showing love. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there because that, that term bids has been like such a, like learning, having a word for it has kind of changed the way mm -hmm. I see things. I, like, I remember we, we, I think I found an article and I shared with a bunch of people on like bids. It's like, oh my God, there's a word for that. And I had shared it with you previously, but I don't think that. I don't think one it registered. It, it didn't register, but I had shared with you of like, wow, look at this concept of bids. Like, yeah, this is very interesting. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, like, again, vocabulary words are very important and it helps you to have more agency over the way that you want to be loved, but also to um, correct a behavior of like, hey, I want to note that I just put out a bid there and, and, you know, you didn't take it. And this is the sort of stuff that, you know, I would really love it mm -hmm. if you could take that. Like for me, quality time <clears throat> doesn't mean that, you know, I need to spend five hours a day with my loved ones together. Mm -hmm. But quality time means that like we grab a cup of tea together. Mm -hmm. Quality time means that, you know, I'll go for like 20 minutes showing just like funny Instagram videos of dogs that make me feel better <laughs> when I'm really stressed. And, you know, there have been times where like Jess is like, I can't, I can't watch another one. I can't, but I'm like, this is a bid. I'm putting out a bid. You, you yeah. know, like I would love for you to take this bid. So it's, it's things like that that are important. And that it's also important to like be very clear in terms of, again, what that love language looks like in action, because I don't expect Jess to come home and devote her entire evening to me because she also needs to recharge mm -hmm. and, you know, do things for her. But it's important for her to understand and for me to be able to communicate clearly what quality time looks like for me. Mm -hmm. And so that could be for me watching 20 minutes of, you know, an episode of my favorite show that could mean mm -hmm. playing cards that could mean, um, I dancing around yeah. for three, four songs like that yeah. is that's stuff that's important to me is like spontaneous things where I can connect with people. Yeah. In person where our attention is devoted to each other. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. So I think some good questions for people to like ask themselves are one. What are my love languages? Well, one, what are my love languages? Am I loving myself the way I want to be loved? Because mm -hmm. you need to practice it on yourself first. Right. And then ask yourself, are, am I loving my loved ones the way they want to be loved? And are they mm -hmm. loving me the way I want to be loved? Yeah. And have I had that conversation with them? And what does that look like for me to be loved in my love languages? That's very important. And I don't think that you can, I think you can have an idea of that, but I don't think you can truly know what that means until you practice that with yourself. Yeah. And I think it's funny. I think it's great that we started off talking about how we learn to love, mm -hmm. because if you look back, some of our top ones were the way we were shown love by our, by our families. And then some are the ones that 
we had voids. <coughs> mm-hmm. So it's been a combination of that. So that's another one of getting curious on like, you know, your love languages are typically things that you were shown as a child, but mm-hmm. also things that were kind of absent for yeah. you. Um, and so that's what I've seen for us. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I would get super curious and, and, and check out that book or if not, at least the quiz online, if you, if you just Google, uh, the love language quiz, it'll pop up. It's free. You can take it's it. Free. You can also go to your local library and borrow the book. Yeah. Get to the library. You don't have to, you don't have to go and, and, and buy a book. You can, and the library have as audio books and stuff. Yes. Um, or you can ask your circle of friends if they, you know, if anybody has the book and can lend it to you. Just don't ask stuff. <laughs> stuff. Me? You don't like having books? I don't out lend books. out my books. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. They um, don't come back or they come back. I like underlining my books, writing yeah, in yeah, them. Yeah. And when they come back ruined, I've lost the book <laughs> with all the notes and the, the juice that I put into it. Yeah. No, I don't blame you. I'm <clears throat> similar. Um but yeah, just check the, check those things out. I think um, I think it's a it's it's just a fun topic to really like think about and and start a dialogue with like your loved ones to see mm-hmm. maybe just, they've read yeah, it maybe just ask maybe them to they take the quiz. maybe they can shed some more light on like the topic. Yeah, it's funny because um, I um, my friend Anna I was like, hey, can you take this quiz? Because I think your love languages are words of affirmation and acts of service, just based on the way that I see that, you know, you show me love. And mm-hmm. she took the quiz and you were right. I was right. Yeah, but it was, <laughs> it was just nice to be able to, <clears throat> you know, see that in someone and be able to, um, like, open her mind to something that she hadn't um, She'd explored never taken before. It before. No, no, oh, I don't nice. think so. Nice. Um, well, look at you. You're a pro. You know, <laughs> doing my best. Yeah. Um, I, awesome. I do want to say, you know, one quick thing, because um, neither one of our top love languages, we covered four of them. We didn't cover one, which is um, receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to be clear that receiving gifts doesn't mean that you have to buy like really expensive things for people or that you need to receive really expensive things to be loved, or although that might be the way that you feel mm-hmm. loves receiving really expensive things. But um, I perceive that as like small things. Thoughtful things. Thoughtful things. So it, it could be something that you make. It could be something that's passed down. It could be something small. Like I, um, like our friend Rose, for example, I know that if I, about to say if, I if I bring her, like a Kit Kat, like a 10 pack. I was going to say, you know, those little fun size ones. Even if you brought her one even if I brought her one, Even if I brought her half, half, even if I said, I bought a Kit Kat and I saved you the other half. I like that would make her feel so loved because I thought of her. Yeah. I was just going to say the same thing. That's so funny. Or yeah. So, or it could be like, I brought you food from your favorite restaurant. Yeah. Like it's, it's little things like that that don't have to cost a lot of money. So just a a quick it's, note on that. Yeah, it's just thoughtful things because it, it it fills that person's cup into it equals to them. It equates to you thinking about them. 
yeah. you loving them and, and, and being thoughtful and being like, oh, you thought of me when you saw this or you thought of me and you did this. So yeah. it, re- it literally does not matter what it is as long as it's something thoughtful that's going to connect with that person. Yeah. So, and I, and I can relate to that. Like I freak out when you come back and you buy me like a Phil's tea or yeah. my favorite chocolate or whatever. Yeah. Like I, you see how happy I get. <laughs> it's, it's just thoughtful. So that's why I appreciate it. Yeah. But yeah, thank you for making that note. And it's super important. So bring Jess a Phil's tea. Phil's tea. Iced chamomile. Just bring me a bag of bubblegum. Medium. <laughs> bubblegum. <laughs> Love bubblegum. Um, anything else? No, that's it. Baxter looks so cute right now. I know so we both I'm just were go. staring at him. He looks like a little angel. He sleeps like he's a, a little human. He's a whole mood. He literally gets tucked in every night. Gets wrapped up in his blanket. His love language is what is his love language? <laughs> I don't know. He needs to take the quiz. Um, but he, you know, we treat him as if he were he were a human. So he he gets tucked in every night around the same time, and he he looks so peaceful. He sleeps with right his now. favorite little stuffed toy. Yeah. So I'm gonna go spend some time with Baxter now. But yeah. no, is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? No, just like a quick recap of um, take the love languages quiz. Um, you know, practice loving yourself in those ways um, that are the the top ways that you want to be loved based on that quiz. Um, (laughs) Develop, you know, your list of what those love languages look like in action so that when you have those conversations, you know, with your loved ones, you're able to, you know, give them that concrete feedback of of how you want to be loved because it's hard to say to someone, you're not loving me in the way that I want to be loved without necessarily you know, giving them the expectation or, you know, the, this is what that would look like for me. And then have the people around you, your friends, your loved ones take the quiz as well so that you can learn more about how they want to be loved and challenge them to be able to, um, you know, vocalize what those love languages look like in action for them. Yeah, definitely. And if you're not going to read the book, take the quiz. And if not, just look up some YouTube videos of the, what was the author's name again? Um, Mr. 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 Gary Chapman. Gary Chapman. There you go. Mr. Mr. Chapman. Mr. Chapman. Um, I, I've actually heard a couple of podcast with him on uh, <laughs> specifically the one he was on Oprah's podcast recently mm-hmm. um, or at least I've listened I listened to one recently um, and and he was just asked questions around this for like you know couples or people who are long distance and how to do that so there's there's a lot of information out there so definitely check it out um, yeah if you if one of the ways that you learn is not via like reading a book there's um, audio like just mentioned that could be a, a, another way of receiving information. Yeah. Adjusting think, information. And I think the once you like learn this whole concept, I think it's just going to change the way you interact with your loved ones. At least it has for me. So yeah. I hope it's helpful. Um, and then the last thing, you know, I just want to remind everyone to make sure to subscribe to Trisha podcast on iTunes um, and Spotify. Spotify still working out their their kinks in their platform. I'm sure they're going to blow up soon um, in the podcast game. But um, if you guys could take some time and um, 
rate us on iTunes, you drop a note, like it, it goes such a long way. We really appreciate it. That's the way I feel loved. <laughs> just throwing, throwing that in there. Um, that's my love language. Just you know, showing up for us. <laughs> um, so, you know, shout out to everyone who's already done that. Yes. Uh, I really, really, we both really appreciate that. You know, we, we definitely check out, um, the reviews on there. Um, and, and we're always looking for feedback. So please take the time and share with your friends. Um, you know, there's, there's been a lot of people who've reached out and, and they're like friends of friends of friends. And, and we've created such an awesome community and it's great to hear their feedback and learn how, how they've really been enjoying the content. And, you know, even some people, um, out there who are giving us, um, ideas on like different, yes. different topics to, to, to go into, or even sharing, uh, podcasts and books. And just like, it's, it's, it's been such a, an awesome journey, um, so shout out to everyone who's, who's already put in that work and, and all of our, our long time, um, you know, listeners out there, uh, really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I just want to say that someone left a review that almost made me cry because they said, one of my favorite lines is the self-worth episode where Steph says, what does a good day look like for you? And it's literally at the back of my mind all the time. And when you do a podcast, you did almost cry. When I, I did almost it. cry. And I still, I almost cried just now when I read it. When you do a podcast, you don't have your listeners right in front of you to see, okay, are, are, is this resonating? Do I need to like rephrase this in a certain way? And we try so hard to, you know, make things digestible and to give people the, the toolkit to, to grow, to love themselves, to love others, to invest in themselves. Um, as we're learning and as we've learned, uh, you know, and, and kind of unlearning patterns. Yeah. Um, and to, to, to like read that, like really just warmed my heart because yeah. it kind of reaffirms that, you know, something I'm saying, you know, in this podcast is, is resonating with at least one person. And, um, that's why the reviews are important, at least to us is to just a gut check of like, is this resonating with people? Yeah. I think because I know who, help. I think I know who wrote it, but if you are out there and want to share <laughs> if it was you, shoot us a DM on Instagram to confirm with stuff. She really, really appreciated it. And, and all the Let's go out for a coffee. <laughs> and just all the people who've who've really taken the time. We we so appreciate that. Um but yeah, continue sharing it with your loved ones. We want to make sure that we're we're being a resource to, to people who, who need the, the, the content, who enjoy the content and yeah, that's really it. So anything else, babe? That's it. All right, y'all. It's been, it's been great. Um, until next time. Bye. Peace.